Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode, like so excited because (laughs) I went to Dr. Josh thinking that I was just going to interview him for the podcast. And this was actually months ago. I, you know, got a referral from a friend that I need to talk to Dr. Josh. He would be a great person to have on the podcast. And as we were having a conversation, I realized I needed to be a patient first And I'm going to share my full story of working with Dr. Josh before the episode because I think it's really, really important that you guys see the transformation I've had from what he does and how powerful some of the practices he's going to give to you guys can be for transforming your own health. I mentioned that I went to Dr. Josh's office to talk about being on the podcast. (laughs) And as he's talking and he's explaining some of the symptoms of having chronic stress or having imbalances of brainwaves, and he's talking about inflammation and your cold hands and feet and your gut health issues and anxiety and ADHD, I'm like, well, I've either had all of those or I've been diagnosed with those or I have it currently. And so I realized that I should probably work with him. Ego wanted to say, no, Shelby, you've got this. You can do it all on your own. You can just meditate and do yoga. But my higher self knew that this was going to fast track my healing. And you guys know me. If it's, if it's something that's going to move me along and help me serve more people in a bigger way more quickly, I'm going to do it. And I want it fast. I want results fast. And so while this whole journey hasn't been like snap my fingers, it's done and it's taken work and showing up and investing in myself, I will tell you some of the really mind blowing shit that's happened since I've started working with Dr. Josh. So first of all, he does my brain scan and going into it, I've, I've had the feeling that I was on the path for an autoimmune condition because I've had such bad inflammation and just, you know, there's little, little indicators that I kind of felt knowing these things like what autoimmune conditions, how they develop, having, you know, sore joints and, and and gut health issues and having had brain fog and just the things that I've had in the past, which are all correlated with autoimmune. And so when he did my brain scan, that was one of the markers that showed up. I also had some stuff going on in my subconscious and some stuff going on with my brain waves that was impacting anxiety for me. And so we started with my subconscious because Dr. Josh 
you know, says that training the back of the brain will help train the other parts of the brain. Or when you train one part of the brain, it will help train other parts. And so he starts training my subconscious. And I don't know if I've shared this with Dr. Josh, but he did know, like, so I had a breakthrough right away. It usually takes several sessions before you have like this breakthrough where your brain waves shift into a certain, I don't actually know what it means, but it just means essentially that you're going to have a big breakthrough and that things are going to go quickly from there. And so my first session, we have a breakthrough and I, you know, I talk a lot about purging our energy and, and getting rid of the shit that's no longer serving us. And sometimes we don't know that there's shit trapped inside of us that isn't serving us. And so I was bawling for two weeks straight, you guys. And I know that sounds like, oh my God, I don't want to do this, but it, it was such a release that needed to happen because I'm the type of person who shoves down emotions, doesn't want to deal with them, avoids them, bypasses them. And it was such a, it was a time of just like purging all of this emotion that I had been holding onto for so long. And during that time, it was crazy. You know, they talk about we block things out in our, from our subconscious, right? Or like we will forget things that were really traumatic to us. And so I'm, I think I've shared this on the, up, the show before, but during this time, I actually remembered a sexual trauma I had during college and I had totally forgotten it, totally blocked it out. And when it's locked up inside of us, you guys, when it's buried in, in our bodies and in our energy and our brains and our patterns and our pathways, we can't deal with it. And so going to this training allowed me to process it and release it in a way that I would not have been able to do had I not known this had happened to me. I'm sharing all of this with you guys is because if you feel like there's blocks that are happening for you, find someone who can help you. And if you're in the Denver area, this may be something to explore or getting a really good therapist, real good. Um, and other things that have happened since then, you know, I've, I've felt a lot calmer since working with Dr. Josh. Some of my symptoms have, have passed, but that was really the biggest breakthrough with me is having that come to the surface. And it's really, really incredible. I know I talked about this on the empowered empath episode with Sarah, how much Dr. Josh can tap into his own empathic gifts to help serve his clients. I will watch him scan my body without even touching it, know where to adjust me without me having to say anything, which is so incredible and such a gift. And so Dr. Josh is really, really a gift to this world and a gift to all of us who are struggling with anything. And I know a lot of us are. I am so excited. Okay. So let's share Dr. Josh with you. I'm so excited to share what he does with the world to each of you. And I know you guys are going to learn a ton about stress and brainwaves. And if you have not read any of Joe Dispenza's work, Dr. Josh actually went to school with Joe Dispenza. So it's very in alignment with that and just different approaches to how we can change our brainwaves to change our lives. And Dr. Josh has such an incredible mission of healing the collective so that we can live in a happier, more loving peaceful world. And Dr. Josh is a doctor of chiropractic who does things a little different. And so if you've been to a chiropractor before and it hasn't been the, the answer for you or the solution for you, I really encourage you to tune in and just learn a little bit more about how our brainwaves impact our overall health. Thank you, Josh, for being here. I'm so excited to share you with my listeners. Uh, you have 
been a huge impact on my life. And I know that this is going to shed some light for other people who may be struggling with health, health conditions or anxiety like I was and have no idea that the, what you do is a thing. So why don't you tell the listeners before we dive in a little bit about you, what you do and how you kind of got to where you are today. Um, so I started off, um, it, well, my whole story really starts when I was a kid and I was in a car accident. And what happened was my brother and I were both in the car accident. He was, when we were rear-ended, the, he got really bad whiplash and I got really bad tendonitis in my shoulder. Um, for me, it took me maybe three, four weeks to get over it because I was, I was still young. I was 18. Um, I hadn't had a lot of processes built into it. My brother, on the other hand, got severe migraines to the point where he was told, um, we're, we're going to have to fail you out of school if you don't start coming because he couldn't go to school. Um, we're going to put you on muscle relaxers and antidepressants for the rest of your life. And my mother said, well, no, he had a car accident. We shouldn't be putting him on drugs. So we, we sought out a, um, a chiropractor and within nine months of care, his chronic migraines went away to the point where he could go to school again. He graduated top honors and all that. And he became a chiropractor and it impacted me enough that when I was in the next car accident, instead of waiting, I went right away and I said, well, this thing works. So why don't we figure out how to do this for other people? Um, then fast forward, what happened was I was doing structural care like most chiropractors do. And the theory in chiropractic is, is that if you have proper curves in your spine and your neck, then all your problems should go away. Well, the problem was I had a, a client and he had a perfect neck curve but still had ALS and was still dying and that made me abandon that theory and go out and find something else and what I found was the brain runs everything and we knew this but I had no way to measure it so what I found is that if you can measure it and tangibly know what habits you're dealing with then you can help the person break those habits and watch crazy things go away like anxiety and depression or major disease processes like MS and things like that um, because it's a habitual thing. And that led me to what I do now, which is neurological based chiropractic care, um, specifically functional neurology, which means that we're looking at the function or the habits of the nerve system and not the dysfunction and trying to mask that. Mm. Awesome. Okay. So break down what you mean by pattern or a habit of the, the nerve pattern. For those of listeners who aren't maybe familiar with what the brain does, what are these patterns and habits that can develop in our brain that impact our health? Yeah, for sure. So we'll start by just explaining the different, the different frequencies. So there's different frequencies the brain has, and those frequencies determine how you perceive the world or how the world is filtered. Mm -hmm. um, the base frequency um, that we all get from birth is delta. So if you ever wondered why babies sleep a lot, it's because they produce a lot of delta. And delta is sleep, and delta is actual energy gaining as well. The next frequency coming up is theta, and that is a light sleep state and semi-groggy conscious state. Above that is alpha. So your first memory happened 
when you started producing alpha. So for us tangibly to think about things is, oh, I have a memory, my first memory. That's the first time your brain produced alpha. Mm. Then above alpha is beta. And what beta is, is it split into, there's four sections, but I like this making it easy and splitting into two. There's low beta, which is functional product levels and not too stressful, and then high beta, and that's where you get sick. And then when you have all these frequencies, they're working at different ratios. So in general, you want the brain to be calm. Now, what happens is the back of the brain is where the subconscious is, so you want that to be really calm. So you want more very slow brain waves there and less fast brain waves. The problem that happens, and then as we move forward in the brain, we want it to be faster because that's where the executive center is at the front. So we want more of that beta and alpha states. What happens though is when we get stressed, our body goes into a protective state. And that protective state is making more of the fast brain waves so we can react quickly. That's good for a short period of time. The average stress response should be 90 seconds. 15 minutes maximum if we're dealing with like a car accident or a huge emotional turmoil. But what happens is we chronically get stressed. And so we chronically, chronically, chronically keep pushing our brain fast and our brain goes, okay, if we're always stressed, why don't we just run at high levels? Why don't we just run in that high beta state all the time? And in doing that, it becomes a habit. That habit of high stress beta in the back of your brain will cause anxiety, depression, addictive issues. So these different things, and that's just one area, multiple areas have different, different problems with them, but that high brain wave too much is a habit and that's how we get dysfunction. Mm. Okay. So you mentioned like car accidents and other things. What are some of these stressors? Because I think some people might be surprised by how many different things can actually cause our brain waves to have that pattern. Yeah. So what, what are all the stressors that can really lead to this elevated level of brain waves in our brain? Yeah, definitely. Very good question. So the three kinds of stress that we have, um, the first one is the easy one that most people think about, which is physical stress falls, trips, rolling your ankles, but they also aren't aware that every bacterial and viral infection that you have is a form of physical stress. Mm -hmm. So those are stressors. The next form of stress that you can get is a chemical stress. So that's, are we eating stuff that has been chemically altered and our body is not aware of it and how, what to do with it? Does it have, is it a GMO? Um, does it have chemicals on it? Are we exposed to too much sunlight? Are we exposed to too much um, bad things in the air? Different things like ozone and different particulates and different things. So we got chemical stress. Now those first two are the ones that most people think about when we talk about stress. But the funny thing is, those are the easiest to take care of. The hardest one for me to help people with, and 90% of your and everybody that we deal with causes of stress is emotional. So that's with dealing with your boss, dealing with your job, dealing with finances, dealing with your kids, dealing with, if you watch the news, anything that's told, told to you on the news. And that 90% will literally trigger you. Now, the thing is, we all know the fight or flight or the stress, fight, flight, and freeze response. 
and we've learned about it in school or most of us have and that's when you get stressed out you go into a protective state but most people are not aware that the same protective state is triggered if you're having an emotional stress as if a lion, tiger, or bear is coming after you. So you will have the same change in your physiology, a.k.a. brainwaves changes, cortisol levels, adrenal levels. All these things will change just if you're having a fight with your kids or if you think you're going to get in a car accident or a dog, a dog is attacking you. So the, the difference is, is that all of these compound up, the chemical, the emotional, and the physical, and they drive you to staying in that stressed brainwave state or that hyper beta state. Hmm. So are there signs aside from, because I know when we first talked, this was one of the things that made me have the awareness that, oh, I am stuck in a flight or fight response or some of the other smaller symptoms that lead up to something like anxiety, depression, um, What's the thing that we're working on? Autoimmune conditions. Autoimmune, ADD, ADHD, sleep issues, different things like that. Yeah, um, common signs of stress, and everybody has this to varying degrees, is just tight muscles. That's one common sign. Another one, and you'll hear crazy things like um, cold hands, warm heart. Well, if you have cold hands or cold feet, that's actually an indication of you being in a chronic stress state. So the normal temperature of your hands and feet should actually be around 94 degrees. If they're cold all the time, you are stressed. And then the other one, and we see commercials about this all the time, saying people saying it isn't stress, but it 100% is, is sweaty hands and feet. And then if we're chronically stressed, dry hands and feet. So these are really simple things to know is, do you have cold hands and feet? Do you have dry or sweaty hands and feet and tight muscles? I know your stress then. It's not a question if, it's just how bad. Yeah. And that was really interesting for me to be, you know, you get the diagnosis from a doctor of you have rainoids or you have, you're just a cold blood, you know, cold blooded person. You run cold and it's, my hands would be ice cold every morning when I woke up. So you, Dr. Josh, Dr. Josh has this card at his office where you put your thumb on and it tells you how warm or cold your hands are. And mine was always freezing cold. And so since working with Dr. Josh, my, my hand temperature has warmed up quite a bit. And it's interesting to think about that something like that can actually lead to down the road, something like an autoimmune condition without, we never make that connection, right? We, we don't pick up on the little signs and symptoms and they're overlooked at a general healthcare practitioner as, oh, you just are a little bit different than the average or, or that's, you know, just a condition that's not really a big deal and they're kind of overlooked and brushed past but then all of a sudden we're wondering why 10 years later four years later two months later we have this bigger health condition that's why i think is so cool what you do is that we can actually start to shift the health condition before it gets to the point where it's overwhelming and we're you know in a panic definitely definitely so talk to talk on a little bit of what what it is that you specifically do in the office and how it impacts the brain waves like how are you able to test the brain waves how are you able to see them how are you able to actually transform the brain waves that are coming out Def definitely so what we what we do in our office is um for a lay person we'll just call it brain mapping or brain scan. But what we're actually doing is we're attaching an EEG probe. So it's just a gold-plated probe. Mm 
that will read the frequencies or how fast electrical signals are coming off your brain. Um, and from that, we interpret it and we interpret it with the, the different frequencies of the beta, alpha, theta, delta, um, and those frequencies. And we see the ratios because you're not just going to be all one brain wave. You're going to have multiple waves. And an easy way to think about the brain is think of it as a thunderstorm. And it's a thunderstorm continually happening. And the rate at which it fires at is telling us what's going on in different areas. So we take that brain scan and from that scan, um, we can actually diagnose or, or look and see where the different dysfunctions or habitual trainings of problem are coming from. Then what we do is we find out how to train you and we train you based on the scan. Now we have two ways to do a scan. I have a, a quick scan that takes care of 95% of people. Um, there are five points on the brain that give us 95% of the problems that people get. If we have people that have more complex problems, we can actually do a full brain scan. It's called a QEEG. And with that test, we actually look at the whole brain and see where other things are going. We have that test specifically for very complex cases, such as traumatic brain injuries um, or CTE, chronic traumatic encephalitis, encephalopathy. It's all this, the same thing. But to look at not as much as a short-term problem, but a big long-term issue that's going on. So we have one of those two tests that we use. We also have a third test um, that I may not have let you be aware of, but it's a stress response test. And it tells me how cold or warm your hands are, like we were talking about, mm -hmm. how sweaty or, or dry your hands are. It's called galvanic skin response, how tight your muscles are, how you breathe and how your heart responds. And it gives us a general idea of the brain, but it tells us a lot about the body. So we get the brain and the body. And from that, then we can tailor a training protocol to specifically change the responses that are making the problems in your life. So if we have chronically cold hands, we can do what's called biofeedback. And what that is, is we literally have a, a temperature thermometer and, and it reads your temperature within 0 0.01 degrees. So it's very, very accurate and we'll see the changes and you learn to regulate your stress response. And when you can regulate it correctly, your hand temperature will come up. Well, that will also indicate to your midbrain or the part of your brain and the, the hind or the, the midbrain and the hindbrain to control you correctly. So it makes you subconsciously work correctly. So that's an example of biofeedback. So you can learn how to actually pattern yourself to relax. Now, other modalities try this. This is what a lot of them talk about breathing and the breath and how the breath is life and controls health. But if you're chronically in a state of stress, you'll actually breathe incorrectly. So an easy way to know if you're breathing incorrectly is if you take in a deep breath and your chest moves, you're doing it wrong. So it's really simple. Mm -hmm. And most people go, well, that's how everybody breathes. That's why everybody's sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> yes. So that's a problem. So what's supposed to happen is your belly's supposed to breathe. You're supposed to use that diaphragmatic breathing. Mm -hmm. So that's the one way we look at it. The, now, to get to the actual question you're asking me, how do we do the training for the brain? Now, why I got into this and the most beautiful thing I've ever learned 
is that the chiropractic adjustment is the best pattern interrupt to stress in the body ever invented. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it puts a, a signal into the brain and the brain has to recalibrate itself. It's basically like you're rebooting your computer. And then when the brain recalibrates, it will actually become aware of all areas that are working at a heightened level or a decreased level. So the adjustment does that as well as it changes the way the brain perceives the world. So it changes the beta, it pulls the beta brainwave down and it pushes the alpha and theta, which are the relaxation brainwaves up. That's what the adjustment does. The other thing the adjustment does that most people aren't aware of, it's called neuralation. It actually grows new neurons. So each time you get adjusted, you actually are growing new neural connections. So we start by breaking the stress response, adjusting you. Then this stress response being broken and you also have grown these new neurons. So you have new areas of your brain that can be put in any way possible. And then we get to teach them what to do. So how do we teach them? In our office, we do neurofeedback. Now, there are two forms of neurofeedback. You can do standard neurofeedback, which means when your brain is being read. So we have those probes on your head and we're reading the brain waves. And when it's being read and you do the right brain wave, let's say theta, we want more slow, then you'll get an auditory and a visual response on the computer screen. And this happens in milliseconds. That's standard neural feedback. And it works fairly well. But what I found is I talked to a couple psychologists and they showed that you can do a thing called brain driving, which means that you'll get responses that are com compared to neural normal feedback, neural feedback that are 10 to 100 times faster. So what we do is called brain driving. So you'll still get the result. You'll still get a good reward when you do it right. But if you are making more of the wrong brain wave, then what will happen is we will have a way to push you. And that will either be an auditory stimuli, a visual stimuli, or a kinesthetic or feeling-oriented stimuli, and will train your brain based on how it learns. So we know those are the three learning styles. So we train you to do the right thing when you do it wrong, and then when you do it right, you get the reward. And how neuroplasticity works is when two nerves fire together, they actually hardwire. So there's this thing called nerve growth factor, and it's like a glue. So your nerve has only 100% of so much nerve growth factor. And if one nerve makes you sick and the other nerve firing way makes you healthy, when we make it fire the correct way, the growth factor goes that way. And that means the way that was making you sick will actually start to deteriorate and not work anyway. So what we're doing is actually re-hardwiring the matrix of how the brain works. And in doing that, watching the body make new health. The bigger issue that we need to remember is that every nine months, our body remakes every cell. So if it's being remade the right way and the right ha habit is being made, we'll grow health. We'll mm -hmm. grow proper abilities to react to the world and that's when health comes from it's not being able to react to one environment you should be able to react to any environment so cool oh my goodness so what are some these are my favorite stories really this is my favorite part is what are some of the cool things that this has done for your clients like what are some of the crazy stories that have come out of training with neurofeedback yeah definitely so I'm, I'm going to first off by letting, letting you know this, that I do not claim to heal any of these things. What I'm going to let you know, though, is I've watched all these things that we're going to talk about go away. Mm 
So what's actually happening is that my job is to help the body go back into health, mm. go back into homeostasis, and then the body does the healing itself. So I just wanted to preempt that because we're going to go down a path where I'm going to say a lot of stuff and people go, oh my God, he said he healed this. No, I didn't heal this. What happened was I had the body learn how to heal itself correctly and then it got rid of the big diseases. Because mm -hmm. what I'm going to tell you about now is a little girl who had leukemia mm -hmm. and had extreme anxiety and ADD. She had leukemia for six years and within six months we watched the leukemia and the ADD and anxiety go away. That's unheard of. We are not told cancer can go away. And like I said, I didn't make it go away. Her body did it and her body's intelligence did. So that's really cool. Her father, after he saw this, came in with PTSD. Now PTSD is very well researched and people in the neurofeedback community know it is easy to get rid of. PTSD, even though we've been told it is something you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. And we've been told all these different band-aids, like get an, get an animal. And I have nothing wrong with animals. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love animals. Yes, what does the animal do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does the animal do? It'll put you in that alpha brainwave state so you're not stressed out. And that's why you mm -hmm. feel good when you're with your animal or take drugs. But the, the truth is it's a habit of stress. So we trained him and his goal was to be able to go listen to fireworks because he hasn't been able to mm -hmm. for the last 15 years. And he was able to go listen to fireworks. Now, it wasn't perfect. He did have earplugs in, but he's never been able to do that in his life. So that was a huge change for him. Um, we've also seen people like myself, I used to have Raynaud syndrome, like you were talking about chronically mm -hmm. cold hands to the point where the tissue in my hands were, were dying. Um, and for me, it went away fairly quickly because I'm going to go off on a side note and come back. Yeah. There's different ways to train your brain. And this is when you talk to people, they're not aware that they're actually doing brain training. So when you're an athlete, you're actually training your brain to be more adaptable, more pliable. When you do yoga, you're training your brain to be more pliable. When you do meditation or prayer, more pliable. When you do acupuncture, massage, and you'll find out all these quote unquote uh, alternative medicines, which actually see more people than standard medicine, they are all trying to make your brain more pliable. So the more these people have done these things, the quicker they respond. My favorite client is somebody who's been to another chiropractor and not had the good results they wanted yet because they're already set up to win. We just have to plug the right program in. So mm -hmm. with that being said, um, I used to have severe ADD and um, ADHD and the symptoms of that went away. It took me a while. It took four months, but the symptoms of that went away as well as severe anxiety. So that's my own story. Um, my fiance, she had Hashimoto's uh, as well as gluten intolerance um, and couldn't consume dairy or alcohol. And within a year, she's able to eat all of those products again. Now she can sleep normally. The Hashimoto's is gone. Um, her body's healing. We've, we've also seen um, people with uh, anxiety and depression where I have um, one lady, and this, this one I love, um, she's been under care for a while now. It's been about nine months. Uh, but in that nine months, she went from being on three meds and having anxiety attacks daily to off all her meds. Her therapist is really excited to, she was actually um, 
promoted or given an award for dealing with stress so well that she made everybody else around her feel mm -hmm. calm. So she went from being the cause to answering that. And these are just some, and we see sleep problems change. So it's, it's a list. And what I'll let you know is the symptom isn't the problem. The symptom is a byproduct of the brain being in stress. And once the brain can be pulled out of stress, we will see things that quote unquote are called miracles daily. Like I have a fellow right now who has, who has had Crohn's for 15 years and now he doesn't have the attacks anymore. Mm -hmm. And now he can start eating the foods he loves. It's a miracle if we don't understand it, but when we understand it, we go, oh, this is just common sense. You pull the body out of stress and it heals. And the thing that's, that makes me sad is that we have known this. Even Western medicine has known this for the last 50 years. It's just the tools that make you deal with stress correctly are not being taught because we're told a pill, potion, or lotion is the answer when it isn't. The answer is learning to be able to deal with stress correctly and then your body heals itself because we're supposed to be in a relaxed state 90% of the time. And if we aren't, that's when the issues come in. So I have a, a chart and it literally shows heart disease, cancer, diabetes, MS, ALS, Epstein-Barr, um, high um, cholesterol levels, uh, high immune issues, decreased immune stuff. I've watched all these things go away and it's not because of me being special. I don't want to say that. What I want to say is each and every person is special because they have an intelligence within them called innate or inborn intelligence. And my job is to get that to work at the highest level. And then you do the miracle. That's the crazy thing in my job is you do all the work and I get paid. <laughs> and I love that because it and this is what is I feel is really cool especially this being more of a spiritual podcast is, is it is reconnecting you with your higher self or that innate intelligent or divine source whatever you want to call it you're getting reconnected with that as the adjustment is happening is just another avenue another tool just like yoga meditation like you were saying we know that these are tools to connect with our higher power our higher self innate intelligence and this is just kind of like what I like to think of as like a fast track of getting you there. Definitely. I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, we, my whole goal is to get you into that relaxed state. So a lot of people, they want to get into that perfect. I, I might not be saying it right. Like Dharma, like the place where you're like connected to everything. Yeah. Now the, the funny thing is, is we can literally train you to do that. There's a specific frequency for it. It's, it's the, it's the in between, between alpha consciousness and theta subconsciousness. And if we train you at specifically for the brain, at 7.81 Hertz and you produce that, you will feel connected to everything and be in that euphoric, happy state. It, it literally is getting you to that state where you can be there. Now, meditation is supposed to help you do that. But this is the, the interesting thing that you bring up is that most people aren't aware that chiropractic in the beginning had to determine if it was going to be a religion or a science. Wow. And what our forefathers decided was we're going to make it a science because that's where everybody's pushing right now and religion is being persecuted right now. Mm -hmm. So right now there are actually churches. I know there's one down in um, 
where is it? Uh, I think it's Kansas, where they do one form of chiropractic adjustment and that brings them closer to God. And that's what they do each Sunday is they adjust themselves. They have, the, they do this and that is their connection with God. So realistically, what we do is we reconnect man, the physical to God, the spiritual. That is the basis and premise of all chiropractic. Mm-hmm. What's happened though, is we as a profession have been, dogmatically pushed into pushing mechanism when that's not what we do. It's a purely spiritual connection with each person that you contact. You're helping them connect back to God and that's how they heal. When they can actually connect and flow correctly, that's why they'll meditate better, do a stress better, all these things. And physically it shows up as a brain that works at a different frequency. Mm. But metaphysically, you're connecting to everybody at a higher level. So if you really want to know what my job is, my job is to bring each person closer to being at a higher connection with everybody or God so that they're better. So my job is to improve everybody's spirituality and more than just spirituality, their connection with the, with God, the creator. And in doing that, we see everything change that's literally what chiropractic's job is to do. Mm. It's just that when you talk to people that are mechanists, Newtonian physics, you have to explain it in that, in that mm. mindset. But when you remove the interference, you watch miracles happen. My, the first miracle I saw before I even got in to the neuro, neuro, neurofeedbacks and uh, neuro, functional neurology state was I went on a mission trip the Dominican Republic, I adjusted a child who was blind in his right eye and had been blind for 18 years. And in a 10 second, or not 10 second, one second adjustment, his sight came back. Mm. That connection back to source is what we do. And it's a reminder of what you're supposed to do. And that's why every time you get adjusted, you're calm, you're relaxed, you're happy. Even if you come in angry, you can't leave angry because you're reminded of how much God loves you each time we adjust you. You're reminded of how loved you are and how big of a person you are. And in doing that, yes, then we can help them pattern that longer. And that's why all the neuro stuff comes in. But the bigger goal is to help all of humanity evolve so that they're nicer to everybody and we can get along better. That's the bigger goal. The bigger goal is to change literally the community that we live in. Do I have to use very mechanical measures to explain what I'm doing? Yes. But is my goal to literally watch people not hurt each other? That's my goal. Oh, I love that. And it's, it's kind of like you're going in the, the back door, you know, because I think so many people, especially those who have been, kind of wronged by religion or spiritual communities or just are, you know, tipping their toes around the edge. They're not really certain if it's something for them. When you are connected to source, like you can't not feel it. And I feel like, and then it's source, but it is this connection to everyone else. You feel connected to nature when you're standing in it. You feel connected to that person next to you on the subway. and, And we, we, start to feel each other on a deeper level. So I like that idea of going in in a different avenue. And I think there's a lot of other entrepreneurs out there who are listening to this is sometimes your mission is bigger than what you're putting out there as well. You know, I have a health, two avenues of my business is like one is health and fitness and one is 
spiritual coaching. I can start people in the health and fitness area, but move them into the spiritual coaching as they gain more connection to the higher self through yoga and meditation and eating well. So thank you for all you do. That's, that's incredible. I mean, no, definitely. And I, what I love to do is what you're, you're doing right now is educate because when you educate people about the power within them, then they can help their communities. And that's why I love doing the talks that I do on Tuesday nights. Um, I'm going to do a little plug if that's okay. Between yeah, go for it. Absolutely. 30 and seven on Tuesday nights um, at, at my office at Life Springs Family Chiropractic in Denver, Colorado, because those talks I do at no fee because I want people to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. I want them to make healthy decisions and then they can affect their community correctly because we all know the more drugs we take, the more disconnected we are and the worse we make decisions. The better we can make decisions, the easier it is for us to connect with people, the easier it is for us to love people and the easier it is for us to hear things we don't agree with and not get angry and just take it for a communication thing instead of a a war thing. And that's not what we're seeing nowadays. We're seeing people that are very polarized. And what I want to see is a group of educated people making wise decisions. And then we can change our our community and then eventually our country because that wise decision-making is what allows us to do the right things Mm -hmm. is disagree, but agree that we're not going to fight. So what, so for people who maybe aren't necessarily able to, cause there's people from all over the country, yeah. all over the world that listen to this podcast, what would you say are some of the most important things you can do to start to shift your brainwaves from where you are right now? Definitely. And we're going to start with the first thing that they teach you in yoga, which is diaphragmatic breathing. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest way to shift your stress response. If you can breathe through your stomach, both in and out, you will literally change the neurology of the brain. So how that works is, is when you breathe in and out through your, your diaphragm, you're using different nerves and you're firing a different part of your brain than if you breathe from your lungs. Mm. It's actually a stress response directly related to breathing through your lungs. So when you breathe through your lungs, you actually move your ribs up and down and you stimulate what's called the cervical or the the chain ganglia or the, there's a cervical and as well as the ganglia that go up and down and it's the stress response. Mm-hmm. So it's called the sympathetic chain ganglia by moving your ribs. You actually stimulate that and turn the stress response on. If you breathe through your stomach, you actually stimulate the phrenic and the vagus nerve. Now, if you're not aware of what the vagus nerve is, that's the master wanderer. It's only job is to heal every part of your body and make you stay healthy. The vagus nerve is literally the nerve of health in your body. So when you breathe through your stomach and breathe in for half as long as you breathe out or breathe in for one one quarter or one half as much as you breathe out, so in for say one and out for two or two to four, whatever ratio you want that is calm and relaxing for you, you're doubling the relaxation time. Just that simple step will change your life. Breathing is literally the thing that will change most people's lives. And that's why if most people learn how to breathe correctly, and if you don't know, just go on YouTube, look up diaphragmatic breathing, and you will find hundreds of people teaching you how to breathe correctly. 
and don't think that you already know how to do it right because you've learned it somewhere else. What I'd recommend for you is you'll know if you're doing it right is if you can lay on a table or your bed, put a, put a book on your stomach and when you breathe in, your stomach has to go up and the book has to go up and when you breathe out, the book has to go down. If you can do that, you're not doing it right of the people I've taken care of, and I take care of people who are quote unquote masters of breathing, one out of every hundred knows how to do it correctly. The ones who actually usually know how to do it correctly are singers because they have to be able to have that long breath. Besides that, I don't usually see many people who can do it correctly. So just breathing alone will radically change your life. Now there's other things you can add in. The easiest one that I can see, um, is uh, a device that we use in the office called BrainTap. And what it is is the neuroentrainment device. You can get that anywhere in the world, use it for home use. It does have a fee associated with it, but it will teach you what it feels like to be in the different frequencies. It just doesn't hardwire you. So it'll pull you there and it will teach you slowly to learn how to do it. Um, and when I've talked to my meditation patients I take care of, they say one brain tap session is equivalent to meditating between three to four hours a day for two weeks. So mm -hmm. you can see the correlation between the changes, the brain states. Um, those are the two easiest things I'd recommend. The quickest and fastest way to change it is go to a chiropractor. He's going to pull you out of stress instantly. And then if you implement the breathing, implement things like brain tap, you can have those the the brain stay in that relaxed state for a longer and longer period of time. And that's how healing comes about. Mm. I love it. Thank you for that. So as we're wrapping up, I have a, two questions that I ask everyone. So number one is, what is your favorite way? So this is the Raise Your Vibration podcast. Um, what is your favorite way to raise your vibration or your energy every single day? Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, it, this is going to be hard for anybody else to do, but it's actually through adjusting. So when, <laughs> yes, don't you drive something like 30 minutes on your lunch one way to get adjusted every day? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. getting adjusted will actually, so I drive an hour every lunch, actually half an hour each way. Yeah. So, um, it's hard for me when patients say they can't come cause it's too long. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> But what it is, is getting adjusted will raise your vibration, but adjusting people will actually raise it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's impossible to be in a state of watching people heal and feel bad about yourself and not be happy and literally in a state of reverence of how beautiful each person is when you watch that person get up and being a high state of healing than they were when they came in. Mm -hmm. So adjusting patients is literally an addiction for me because I can have the worst day ever. And as soon as you start adjusting patients, you're going to be up in that, that high, happy brainwave state. They've even done research and it shows that when you adjust somebody, both the person being adjusted and the person receiving the adjust or giving the adjustment, both of their oxygen levels will go up. It's like they're tapping into that collective healing. Exactly. You just collect, you just literally connect to the person and watch them grow and in them growing you get the side effects of of watching them grow and that grows you mm. that's like everything in life you have someone around you who's in a you know ahead of you in business or personal development or growth or you know, like you just tap into their energy so that's so cool that you're able to tap in 
as a practitioner too. Mm-hmm. So where can listeners find you? What do you have going on? I know you have some amazing, you know, benefits for our listeners as well. So could you share those with the audience? Yeah. So, so definitely for, for the listeners, what we're going to do is the first uh, 10 people that do call in and contact us, they're going to get a complimentary brain tap session, which is there's over um, 800 different programs and they'll get the full light sound binaural beats, guided meditation, holographic music. All of that is compounded into one unit and they'll get that whole, um, first uh, session on us and that can run between uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, The other thing that we're willing to uh, offer is for the first uh, five or not five for the first 10 people we will also give the um, exam at half price. Amazing. Amazing. And I do want to mention, because I know you serve a lot of people in, in the Colorado area, but you also have patients who fly in to see you a couple times a year and you do some work for them. So, if you are from different areas of the country and you're feeling discouraged that Dr. Josh is in Denver, just know that there are, you know, you are willing to work with people from really. All yes. Over. Yeah. We, we definitely have that. The, the one that comes to mind is I have uh, a girl who had what's called pandas disease, which is a chronic stress response. Um, she, you name the, medical hospital and she's been to it you name you, the Mayo the Cleveland the Harvards the the UCLA's she's gone to all of them and she has been on antibiotics ever since she was two years of age she's yeah. 18 now um and we did this the testing on her uh she flies in from Washington state uh comes at for a week to two weeks at a time usually every one to two months and within the first three months of care, we actually got her out of the major stress response to the point where she said, what do I do now? My brain is quiet. I've mm. always been worrying. What do I do now? Wow. So she had been in stress her whole life to the point where she doesn't know what to do when she's not scared. Wow. So yes, we do have people come in. The farthest one I've had is from um, Australia. So, um, and we have common people from, you know, all the states in America and some from Canada as well. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you for all you do and your mission and being here today. I'm sure the listeners are gonna take so much out of this even if it is just starting to breathe the right freaking way. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's so easy, but so powerful. Um, and just let me tell you, if you do the breathing correctly long enough, some people, the side effect will be their hands will get warm. Amazing. And they'll start feeling the, the stress go away. So we want that for everybody. I have no problem giving away the knowledge. I just want people to come to those talks on Tuesday nights, 630. Um, we also do the first Wednesday from 115, 145. Perfect. I will link all of that information in the show notes so listeners can easily find you and contact you. So if you're looking for the details, you'll find it there. Thanks again, Josh. Definitely. Thank you, Shelby. Have a blessed day.